In this episode, we'll be talking about another lesion of the mitral wall that is mitral regurgitation or MR. So, mitral regurgitation or mitral incompetence is a disorder of the heart in which the mitral wall does not close properly. So, we'll start with the etiology of the MR. So, uh, the lesion in any lesion can be in any one of the five components of the mitral wall as discussed earlier. Uh, the mitral wall apparatus, the lesion can be in valve leaflets or the lesion can be in the annulus or in the, in the corda tendini or in the papillary muscles or in the left ventricle. So what are the main causes of uh, mitral regurgitation? So uh, one of the most common cause of MR is rheumatic heart disease after which comes is mitral valve prolapse and uh, the causes of acute MR are myocardial infarction, coronary artery diseases and infective endocarditis. Okay, so now let's talk about the pathophysiology of MR. So uh, MR can be acute or chronic. If uh, talking about acute mitral regurgitation, so what happens is normally the blood from the left ventricle during systole goes into the outer and the systemic veins, right? But during mitral regurgitation, some of the blood uh, comes back flow uh, into the left atrium. So like for example say if 100 ml of blood is formed by the left ventricle into the aorta out of which 80 ml now goes into the aorta and 20 ml of which back flows into the left atrium and this is called the regurgitant blood flow. Okay. So uh, now what happens initially in during acute phase uh, the left atrium the normal compliance of the left atrium does not permit much dilatation and the pressure of the left atrium rises as a consequence of the left atrial pressure increases and the pulmonary venous pressure also increases due to which there is pulmonary edema and dyspnea occurs as a symptom in acute MR. But eventually like in cases of chronic mitral regurgitation the atria starts to dilate gradually and there is dilatation of the left atrium. So there is increase in the left atrium pressure but there is very little increase in the left atrial pressure. So therefore the regurgitant flow is accommodated by the large left atrium. So uh, because of the left atrial dilatation during the diastole, there is the there is more filling of the left ventricle because the pulmonary vein fills the left atrium that blood is also there and the regurgitant blood flow from the left ventricle which um, went back into the left atrium also comes back to left ventricle again. So there we say this that MR begets MR. So due to which the left ventricular blood filling increases and there is left ventricular eccentric hypertrophy and if it is not treated the left ventricular failure occurs and again the left atrial pressure increases okay now let us talk about the clinical features of uh, mitral regurgitations coming to the symptoms symptoms will depend on the uh, development of mr whether it is acute or chronic in acute mr see there is no the, the, the compliance of left atrium is less so there is no left atrial dilatation and the left atrial pressure increases causing pulmonary hypertension and pulmonary venous condition leading to pulmonary edema which leads to dyspnea. So in acute MR, dyspnea is the primary symptom. Dyspnea occurs first. But in chronic mitral regurgitation, the left atria are getting dilated. Okay, So the blood, the, the regurgitant blood gets accommodated in the left atria and dyspnea is not the early symptom. The early symptom here will be palpitations because the force of contraction here will be increased due to increased regurgitant blood flow. Then second symptom will be fatigue and lethargy because, because the cardiac output will get decreased. Then dyspnea and orthopnea will occur but as a late symptoms due to pulmonary venous hypertension and left ventricular failure 
so it is a late symptom and also uh, after after left ventricular failure there can also occur right ventricular failure in late stages and therefore the symptoms of right heart failure that is pulmonary uh, systemic venous congestion and fetal edema also can occur and in some cases uh, which are associated with infective endocarditis there can also occur thromboembolism now coming to the signs of mr so the pulse is uh, pulse is uh, the volume is high and there it is irregular in rhythm and it has a varying volume if it is associated with atrial fibrillation the jvp is normal normally in uncomplicated mr but if the mr is associated with atrial fibrillation so that there is disappearance of avfs and if the mr is associated with pulmonary hypertension it is associated with prominent avfs other than this the apex beat is shifted to the left and because due to the due to the left ventricular dilatation the left ventricular is dilated so the apex beat is shifted to the left and it is hyperdynamic in character due to left ventricular volume overload also there is cardiomegaly in chronic mr but acute mr does not produce cardiomegaly it, it is it occurs in the chronic mr as i as i told uh, on auscultation the uh, the uh, s1 will be soft because of the incomplete opposition of the mitral valve cusps and partial closure of these cusps when the ventricular systole begins because they are regurgitant valves so they are leaky and they are not closed they are not closed properly so there will be soft first heart sound but the pulmonary component p2 of second heart sound is loud and palpable in pulmonary hypertension other than that the s3 that is the third heart sound of the left ventricle lv s3 if present will indicate severe mitral regurgitation the murmur of the mitral regurgitation will be of pan systolic murmur uh, it will be a high pitched blowing and loudest at the apex if the murmurs will be discussed in detail in a separate podcast but just for telling i have told that the murmur of mr will be a pan systolic murmur and it will be heard at loudest at the apex high pitched murmur and blowing type of murmur so now let's move forward with the investigations which we will do in a case of mitral regurgitation so first uh, electrocardiogram that is ecg can reveal the enlargement or hypertrophy of left atrium uh, or the dilatation or hypertrophy of the left ventricle or the hypertrophy of left and right both the ventricles if there is associated pulmonary hypertension or if there is any associated atrial fibrillation we can um, yeah, see it on the ecg okay the second investigation which we'll do is chest x-ray what will we look on the chest x-ray uh, again there will be enlargement of the left atrium and the left ventricle there will be pulmonary venous condition visible there will be pulmonary edema visible on the x-ray uh, then then we can do a echocardiogram uh, on the echo again we'll see for the dilated left atrium left ventricle and here we can see the structural abnormalities of the mitral wall example prolapsed mitral wall or papillary muscle rupture if present one more investigation which we could do is the transesophageal echocardiography that is tee so this is used to identify structural valve abnormalities and can be helpful before surgery especially in the mitral valve prolapse if the mr is due to mvp and what is mvp mitral valve prolapse is defined as greater than 2 mm systolic displacement of the mitral leaflet into the left atrium if the mitral valve gets prolapsed into the left atrium greater than 2 mm 
This is called MVP. So for this detection of MVP, we could do a TEE, that is transesophageal echocardiogram. Okay, so coming to the complications of mitral regurgitation. So why would someone? Like what is the most common cause of death due to MR? So what happens is in MR, so the late complete late uh, in the late stages there is left ventricular failure as I said because the uh, regurgitant blood flow gets coming to the LV and then the heart after after a limit does not comply with the uh, that much cardiac output and therefore there is progressive heart failure. So progressive heart failure is the most common cause of death in MR. The less frequent causes are like due to endocarditis or due to atrial fibrillation or due to infective endocarditis or due to pulmonary hypertension or rarely it can be a systemic embolism as I said if there if it is due to infective endocarditis or rheumatic heart disease. Then coming to the management of the MR, asymptomatic mild MR patients can be managed conservatively but and the moderate MR patient can be treated medically. So for the medical management, uh, so the main treatment of acute MR will be, uh, let's see, what will the treatment for MR as we want, we want minimum blood to go in the regurgitant path. So we will increase the blood flow in the systemic path by by giving vasodilators so uh, with nitroprusside or other vasodilators we could reduce the afterload which will give a symptomatic relief in the MR patients uh, but in chronic MR high afterload may worsen the degree of regurgitation and so hypertension treated is, is treated with vasodilators example ACE inhibitors and nifedipine are used along with diuretics can be used then if there is associated atrial uh, uh, fibrillation we can use digoxin and anticoagulants. Anticoagulation is necessary to prevent or prophylaxis of and prophylaxis of systemic emboli. Then we will give infective endocarditis prophylaxis and rheumatic fever prophylaxis. So coming to the surgical management of MR. So when will we do MR uh, surgery? Uh, so in cases of severe MR, we look for the NYHA symptoms that is New York Heart Association symptoms if you know NYJ class 1 will check for atrial fibrillation if the atrial fibrillation is present or the left ventricular ejection fraction is less than 60 so we will go for surgery if in NYJ symptoms are of grade 1 and the atrial fibrillation is absent or left ventricular failure is if the left ventricular ejection fraction is greater than 60 percent we will go for conservative management but if the NYHA symptoms are of grade 2 or more than 2, we'll directly grow, go for a surgery. So which is the surgery which we usually do? So we'll go for a mitral valve repair and if it is not possible, then we'll go for a mitral valve replacement. Thank you.